good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Speak Life Radio. A go tell my brethren ministry, which is sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. I'm praying everyone having the most blessed day. I pray we worship the Lord in all things in the name of Jesus. And I'm praying all those mothers worldwide, natural mothers, spiritual mothers, adopted mothers, foster mothers, neighborhood mothers. I'm praying that you were blessed with joy and that um, even if this was one of those days you spent to yourself, you still were blessed with joy. I don't know whether you may be grieving, but I pray comfort. I don't know where you are, but I pray comfort. I pray the comforter in the name of Jesus. So I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I am lifting you up, beloved. I'm lifting me up too, beloved. And I am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide, the beloved of God. The martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, and worn, and even withered. I'm lifting you up in the name of Jesus. Yes. And I pray each one lifts someone up. In Jesus' name. I'm praying for children worldwide. Praying for the children worldwide. In the name of Jesus. And I am praying for the green grass. I am praying for the trees of Lebanon. I am praying for those walking through the valley of the shadow of death. In the name of Jesus, those that know that goodness and mercy is following you all the days of your life. In the name of Jesus, I am lifting you up, beloved. I really am. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're going through. Um, this has been a rough season, a very rough season for me. So I'm just, I'm lifting up everyone that is in the joyous season, in the low season. There's a thing for every season. There's a time for every purpose under the sun, under the heaven. So, yes. So, Father, I come to you, Lord God. I need your strength. You are my strength. You are my joy. You are my Lord. You are my God, Lord. I, I just, I surrender. I surrender all to you, Lord God, whatever your perfect will is. Let that be done and that done alone. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that I walk through your garden with the rest of your children, Lord God. And we just we just hear what you're saying to us to carry us through and to carry us over and to carry us across straight into victory in the name of Jesus. No matter what it is, it's victory for your children through our faith in the name of Jesus. Lord God, and I'm praying the breath of life being blown straight from the throne and that we hear victory, Lord God. We are overcame as we overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony in the name of Jesus. Right now, I pray you bind up everything in spiritual realm and that this sound like static to every enemy in the name of Jesus. And I thank you in advance for it, Lord God. I pray, I pray they hear thunder. They hear that you are the Lord thy God and you are God alone, that everything else is mere man in the creation of your hands. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So good afternoon. Good evening, actually, because it's after seven here. 
So I came to encourage. I um, the time was going by, and um, I didn't have a word. And so I asked the Lord, "Do I go on? You know, do I go or do I forbid?" And I heard, "Go to encourage or to encourage." So I came to encourage. I came to encourage um, someone today. It could. I don't know whether I came to talk to a parent or to a child. I do not know. But the one thing I can say, that we're all fitly joined together. So no matter what you may be going through, it's for somebody else also. It's for the body. So, you know, it's, we have to, the only way to truly walk this thing out is in the spirit of God. The only true way to walk this thing out is in the spirit of God because the, the flesh is weak. The flesh receives, receives all kind of wounds, all kind of scars as we walk this thing out. So we have to really keep our mind on the Lord. And, and to be totally honest, this has been a hard season for me. This has been a very hard season. And it seemed like last year in the beginning was kind of rough. It was very rough for me too, but... The thing is, when you are in a rest season with the Lord, when, when it's just a, a time of rest, take your rest. I had to learn this. Years ago, um, in the beginning of my faith walk, a sister told me, take your rest. And so, but now I understand. When you get a season of rest, and sometimes you can feel guilty if you're always doing something. But when it's that season of rest, take your rest. Take your rest because we don't know what's before us. God knows. And so when it just seems like a season and you really don't know what to do, take your rest. Take your rest. Take your rest. Take the rest. Because it could become a very active next season it could become a very joyous next season. It could be that you have to gather your harvest and you don't know how big the harvest is to prepare. Or it could become a warfare next season. Take your rest. Take your rest when he sends a rest. Because sometimes we can become Martha and not Mary. And when we become Martha, we're doing a lot. And we don't realize many times how much weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, that carries. Take your rest. Take your rest. That's the best thing I could tell you. And one thing I'm learning, I, today the Lord showed me. People, when we are called... And we're starting to walk in this call. People watching. People watching for all different reasons. They're watching. And sometimes, especially when you're walking in this call, it could seem like, you know, you're, you're serving, you're doing what thus says the Lord. And it could seem like you're doing and everybody else's life is just they get to enjoy or whatever the case may be but what i saw today is 
it's a it's a mere appearance. One of my sisters used to say that. It's just a mere appearance. It's a mere appearance. Because people watch how the Lord hand is on people's lives. And it can appear one way. But that don't mean what it is. That does not mean what it is. Everything is not as it appears to be, and neither are people at times. And so somebody could be watching you. And they could be watching and they can be watching for encouragement. They could be watching to watch your strength. They can be watching to to learn. But they can also be watching in envy. And because it's like when when things are happening or people coming, you're just like, why are they reacting like that? And it has nothing to do with you. It has what the Lord is doing through you. And and no one knows what your walk is required. No one knows what that walk is required. But you and God and the enemy. The enemy knows because the enemy or enemies, his little soldiers, they are used to help equip us. When we go into the word, we see many times. Let's go, let's go visit Jehoshaphat. Let's go visit. I love Jehoshaphat. Let's go visit Jehoshaphat. Because Jehoshaphat was a very good king. Jehoshaphat was a good king. Let me see if, I, if he's in first or he's in, he must be in second. Um, he, was, he was a good king. And, but the, the issue with Jehoshaphat is that he would link himself up with, it must be Chronicles, he would link himself up with bad kings. And he's, um, he almost caused his death a couple of times because he's linking himself up with bad kings. Okay. I mean, um, he's linking himself up with bad kings. And so they had to see something about Jehoshaphat just besides him being just the king but to see the favor second chronicles 20 to see the 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 favor on Jehoshaphat's life so Jehoshaphat and two when the children of Israel was coming out of the wilderness when the children of Israel were coming out of the wilderness it's like they didn't know who they were. They did not know who they were. But all those that saw them knew who they were. So the same Mobites, lot kids, you know, them, them lot children, them doggone lot kids, you know, whoo, they're, you know. So when the Mobites saw them, they were already afraid, not knowing the children of Israel were already given a command by God that they could not touch the Moabites. So God already knew the Moabites was going to come against the children of Israel. God has a way. And one of them prayed it. Um, someone prayed it. Job, I think. When Job, I think it's in Job. 
when Job was talking. It's either Job or Jeremiah. The same God, the same enemies God used, and He raises up. He punishes them because it's written in the book of Psalm too. The same ones that He uses to get us in place, He punished them after. He punishes them. He punishes them. So He knew He knows what it takes. He knows what it takes, and we we just go through or go over. We go through or go over, not knowing this is our weight class. This is our. It's like a. It's like to get us prepared for the race. It's to get us prepared for the race, because it's already written. The judgment is already set. And this is something I had to remind myself this past week. The judgment is already set. The judgment is already set. The judgment is already set. He tells that a lot in Psalm 37. Fret not yourself. But it's all right. But fret not yourself because of evildoers. The judgment is already set. So we can't avenge ourselves because then we look like evildoers. Fret not yourself. And I'm like, well, how? How do you do that, Lord? You keep your eyes on me. You trust the promises of God. The judgment is already written. The judgment is already written. It's already written. So if we are on the blessed side, the judgment of blessings is already written. And he said his children should not be ashamed. And we're going to be blameless because we are following the will of God. But those on the other side, those on the other side, the judgment is already set. When Moab saw the children of Israel coming out of the wilderness, my Lord, thank you, Lord. Saw them coming out of the wilderness. They go and hire, try to hire Balaam to curse them. But God had already said, I bless those that bless thee. And I curse those that curse thee. So the judgment is already set. It's already set. And we got to understand that. The judgment is already set. The battle is already determined. It's already determined victory. It just don't feel good when you're going through. But it's already determined. It's already determined. When I see certain things happening, even, even, an enemy that may be used. I already know God is going to answer. When God is going to answer, I don't know. But I already know the judgment is already set. So we have to keep our eyes on the Lord because the judgment of blessings is already set. It's already set. God's law is not changeable through us. And that's what the Medes and the Persians and Esther, the law cannot be changed. But... The king allowed her to add on her part. Yeah, he's already written that they have a right to go against Israel and kill these, kill these people before he knew who Esther was. However, the amendment is, you can say you can fight for your own life. And Israel killed so many people within those days. The judgment is already set. So even what we're going through right now, 
when those that mourn now shall rejoice later. The judgment is already set. Those that are merciful shall obtain mercy. The judgment is already set. Those that blessed his people shall be blessed. The judgment is already set. Those that give cold water, those that go visit those in prison, those that give clothes, those that the judgment is already set. It's already set. And this is why we won't be ashamed because we know what we do, God sees it. We already know that. So this is why he say do things secretly so you can get your reward for it. Because you're going to get your reward. If you bless one of these little children, you're going to get your reward. But if you're the stumbling block before one of these children, you're going to get your reward. He's going to recompense to every man according to that man's work and his deeds. That judgment is already set. And the sister brought that to my attention 2020 when she said the judgment is already set. And I was trying to understand. She said because uh, she she's the second person in the the documentary for Go Tell My Brethren Ministries. And she was talking about loving people through their sin. Because the sin... This is what she said. The sin is already judged. The sin is already judged. And so when she said the sin is already judged, the judgment, I realized the judgment is already set. We're just walking it through. He's given us free will. He's given us free will whether we're going to do good or whether we're going to do evil. And whichever we choose, the judgment is already set. Whether we're going to obey or we're not going to obey. The judgment is already set. Whether we're going to believe or we're not going to believe. The judgment is already set. So even when it seems like we're not getting ahead. We're not overcoming. You're overcoming just from the faith the size of a mustard seed. Just from your faith in Christ Jesus the size of a mustard seed that... It's already set. That mountain going to move. We have to keep holding on. And it is not easy. I'm telling you the season has tested me. Tested my faith. Tested my flesh. Tested me. But I know. Even when I'm holding on with the very breath. The judgment. Is already set. It is. And many times I have to say, Father, forgive us, because they know not what they do. You can stone Stephen to death, but guess what? The heavens was opened up for Stephen. Jesus stood for Stephen in the name of Jesus, even in his stoning. Listen, God himself stood for the honor of Stephen. My God, hallelujah, glory to God. So in King in Second Chronicles 20 and 1, and it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them other beside the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat saying, 
There comes a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side of Syria. And behold, they be with Hazazan, Tamrah, which is Angedi. Now, Angedi is another name for Israel. Okay? So they're coming against the people of children, the children of God, the people of children, the, the people of God, the children of God in their territory. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. So it says here, and Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. And this is what we have to do. We have to set our face to seek the Lord in all things. Because the enemy is already defeated. But we got to go for the strategy. Everything. Lord, and I acknowledge you in this speak life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. And proclaim the fast throughout all Judea. Everybody on one accord. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Lord, we need help in the name of Jesus. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Are we seeking the Lord in these things? Or are we going according to what we know? Or what may have worked in the last season? This is a new season. This is a new season because we're new creations in Christ. We keep growing from faith to faith, glory to glory. So this is a new season. Old things are going to keep passing away. Yeah. So it says, and Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah, which is the church in Jerusalem in the house of the Lord, before the new court and say, O Lord God of our fathers, are not you God in heaven? And rule not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? Come on, Lord. And in thy hand is not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Lord, I thank you for this word. Art not thou our God, who did drive out the inhabitants of this land before the people Israel, and gave it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever? Listen, this is God's word. Return it back to him. When we are stuck in the season, and I'm when I go up here, I'm gonna pray this thing again, okay? Because when we're going against when we're going against enemies that may look like they're walking in the flesh, but it's the spirit that's operating in them, right? The word of God is our answer. The word of God, we have to seek the Lord. I thank God for this speak life. Like we have to seek the Lord. And, you know, it's like Hezekiah gave his report. Nehemiah, Jehoshaphat, David. There are those that spoke that word back to God. Now, wait a minute, Lord. Come on. Come on. We're standing on your word. And your word is true. You are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. Your word is still the same. Your word has not changed. The word is still the same. I can stand on this word right now like Jehoshaphat and the rest of Judah because I'm a part of Judah. 
I'm a part of the Hebrews, okay? So I can stand on this word right now today because God is still active. God is still on the throne. Jesus is still Lord and Jesus still reigns, okay? And Jesus is still king and the enemy is still under his feet, okay? And the enemy still have to kiss my heel as he's trying to scar it. But guess what? He's still a fallen foe. Still. And all his little goonies, they still fallen foes right along with him. In the name of Jesus. Like, I get so much. I get this. Are not thou, O God, who did drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel and gave it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever, and they dwelt therein and have built thee a sanctuary therein in thy name, saying, If when evil come upon us as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house in thy presence, for thy name is in this house. So wherever we are, even in our dwelling place, you better make sure the name of the Lord is in and over that dwelling place. Except the Lord built that house, it is built in vain. So we have to remember to declare that this is the Lord's. This is the Lord. So everything that comes against it, it coming against the Lord. Not, oh, this is my house. No, no, this is the Lord's dwelling place. This is This house has the seal of the Lord on it. So yes, you may, it seem like you're fighting against me, but you're not because you are uncircumcised Philistine and you are going down because you're coming against one of the members of the army of the Lord. Put it back in God's hands. Put it back in his hands. Because flesh be like, okay. Mm -hmm. If when evil come upon us as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. This was the prayer from Solomon, okay? Um, that Hezekiah is reminding the Lord. And now behold the children of Ammon and Moab in Mount Seir, whom thou would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of our possession in the name of the Lord, which thou hast given us to inherit us. O our God, will not thou judge them for we have not no might against this great company that comes against us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are on you, upon you, Lord. And all of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then upon Jehazel, Jehazel the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, hearken you all of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. And thou King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by the reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go you down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Zis, 
and you shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jerul. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah, Jerusalem, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, in the name of Jesus. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord and the Levites of the children of the Kohorahites, the Kohorahites, and of the children of the Kohorahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And then it goes on to talk about their triumph. Because the Lord fought for them. But let's learn the posture before the victory. So I came to encourage somebody who may be feeling weak and worn. You're not in this thing by yourself. Because I feel weak and worn in this season too. But I know every time I come before the Lord and he speak a word, it blows breath of life into me. And I thank him for sending me. I thank him. I thank him. Because I know this battle is not mine. This battle belongs to the Lord. But I'm wearing war clothes in case I have to fight. <laughs> because no. But the Lord is with us. So let us all stand still and see the salvation. We're saved. We're saved from every warfare. We're safe from every enemy. I don't care how much noise the enemy make. They already defeated in the name of Jesus. Young and old, all in between in the name of Jesus. They're already defeated. So I send a word of encouragement, I pray. No matter what you feel in this day, speak with thus says the Lord. Speak with thus says the Lord. Let yourself hear. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God in the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus. I bring the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. You have a beautiful day. In Jesus' name, peace.